Hey, everybody. Welcome Welcome to to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Here we go, MEMSPA podcast number four, and I am really excited about this one. We've got a terrific guest coming on, and it's funny how worlds collide, and I say that because um, I'm getting ready to uh, talk to a, a new friend that um, I've met most recently, and you know, when I say worlds collide, my current superintendent is, um, is Mr. Mike Smita, and uh, Mike is a, is a youper. He is up from, from obviously, uh, the Upper Peninsula. And it just so happens that the the gentleman that I'm going to be talking to shortly does know my superintendent. And it's just kind of funny how worlds collide and, and we're all kind of connected in so many ways. But with that being said, you know, I, you know, I just, I want to talk to our, to our audience right now and just, you know, have you ever had your worlds collide where, you know, you feel like the world is much, much smaller and maybe sometimes it feels because I know that I feel like that all the time where our worlds collide. So without any further ado, Tom DeGraff is with us. Tom DeGraff is an elementary principal in Zeeland, Michigan, kindergarten through five. So Tom, welcome. Thanks, Ben. Glad to be here tonight. Uh, great to have you on. And so I mentioned my superintendent, Mr. Mike Smita, and, and how worlds collide. And, and so I guess my first take, you know who that is, correct? Oh, I got a huge grin on my face. Yes, I do know him uh, from many years with meeting him at MEMSPA at the state conference and PD throughout the state. Yeah, great guy. And and yeah, it's just it's funny because I know that last year when you and I uh, really connected up in Traverse City, um, that name came up a couple of times, and we had some we had some great fun with that, and and a lot of laughs, and and more importantly, a lot of respect there too. So um, so yeah, but we're not here to talk about my superintendent. We're actually here to talk about you, Tom. And and so Tom, there's many many questions. First of all, uh, you were most recently the MEMSPA president. Uh, what year What year was that? Yeah, that was uh, for your sixteen seventeen acting president. Okay, so you were you've been MEMSPA president, and how long have you been an elementary principal? Oh, this is my sixteenth uh, year as an elementary principal, and before that, I was six years as an assistant middle school principal, and then uh, before that, boy, going way back, I started thirty years ago as a sixth grade teacher for Ionia Public Schools. So this is my thirtieth year working in education. Wow. Wow, that is a that's a benchmark right there. So, Tom, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about the story that got you into education and then ultimately pushed you into leadership? Boy, going into education, I knew right in high school that I wanted to go into uh, special education, working with a uh, Pohai student and teaching him how to swim in Ann Arbor and working with this boy for two years. Uh, his doctors at U of M just gave me accolades and encouragement, and they were surprised at what I was able to accomplish with him in the two years, and that just gave me such a sense of reward and satisfaction that I went into special ed, knowing right away when I went to Hope College here in Holland that special ed was my path, and uh, got my degree in four years, and then uh, went to Ionia and, and started teaching there, not necessarily working in a resource room, but in a team of teachers, uh, kind of in a mainstream setting when we were doing a lot of mainstreaming those resource room students into general ed. I worked in a three-person team at Ionia Middle School 
and uh, just loved that, loved connecting with the kids, both the middle school and the elementary age student. And that lasted for about eight years. And uh, then I was looking for something different and uh, thought I'd try my hand in administration. At first, I thought I'd go into counseling, uh, but my advisors at Western said, Tom, you're going to do more counseling, true counseling of students in the administrative role than perhaps in the counseling role. So wow, that, changed, that's uh, well said. That is true. <laughs> I changed that degree and uh, never looked back. Well, so now, okay, so you've now been building principal for, for several years. I mean, you said 16 plus. So, you know, but you've got to tell us a little bit more because I know our audience wants to find a, a little bit more about Tom. What about the, the personal side, family, something that we don't maybe know about Tom? Yeah. You know, funny about Worlds Collide, I'm, I'm actually a third generation uh, employee here with Zealand Public Schools. Uh, my grandmother taught here at the high school and there's lots of stories about her and how strict she was. And then my mom actually taught in this building that I'm principal of for two years before she went over to England. And here I am back in this building. Uh, so it's kind of kind of humorous. But as far as the family goes, education was, was certainly in my blood and in my DNA. And uh, my father was a professor at Muskegon Community College. My mom was a teacher here with Zealand Schools and Holland Public Schools. So I kind of followed that path. As far as personal life, family, uh, my first wife, I married a French teacher, and uh, we have three awesome kids. I've got identical twin boys uh, who are 23, and they are autistic, so that brings some unique blessings and some unique challenges. And then I've got a senior son who's graduating this year, and he's actually looking at going into either nursing or special education himself and is looking at Concordia over in Ann Arbor and uh, Grand Valley here. So it's an exciting time for my family. My new wife of uh, five years, Bethany, she's also a first grade teacher here in New Zealand, and uh, she works in Allison Apsey's building. So I guess <laughs> it's, it's good being married to people that understand education, both the blessings and the challenges. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's just amazing how, you know, worlds collide and, and so many of the things that you said, you know, you, the worlds are colliding. So it's, it's small world. You know, Tom, I got to tell you, I truly appreciate the vulnerability and just the honesty on your part. I, you know, I too, uh, my oldest, my 10th grader is autistic as well. And so I know that we have that in common and, and there's so many things that, um, that educators, principals, leaders can connect. And, and that's really why we're doing this podcast, because some of the things that you're going to be able to share and some of the insight that you're going to be able to give, people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, I never knew that about Tom. And maybe that's, maybe you're going to have somebody reach out to you and, and just, you can offer some guidance and support. And that's really what we're here for. We're really here to support each other. So I appreciate all that vulnerability and honesty that you're able to give. Well, it's how we build relationships. And I think that's really important to send the kids that message too, that, you know, you've gone through struggles, life's not easy. And just to be transparent and uh, it opens up doors, especially in this time of great need with social and emotional health. Well said there. Okay, so Tom, I got a first question for you. We're going to go fairly rapid fire with these. And uh, the first one, is there something that you are currently reading? Can be personal or professional, your call. Oh, gosh. I'd probably say the most recent professional uh, piece that I've read was Dave Burgess's Teach Like a Pirate. Uh, I did a book study with my staff 
uh, on that. And we're kind of doing a two phase where I read it with half the staff last year and I'm diving into uh, diving into it again a second time with the other half of my staff just to enforce and encourage that creativity to come out. Yeah, well done. I love it. that's great. That's a great book too. I mean, Dave is just a phenomenal author and, and educator. So good read there. Okay, question number two. How does Tom find balance? Especially, especially during conference week. Oh man. <laughs> um, you know, you would think after doing this for 30 years, or actually 22 years in the administrative role, that you'd be able to find balance. But uh you know, I would say it's just as difficult now as it was when I started uh, 22 years ago as an assistant principal. I think that uh, the demands at work, uh, with especially with the uh, the observation schedule and the evaluations that we have to do, that that really pulls on my personal time. So we enjoy that, but I make sure that uh, two or three nights a week that I get home, I can walk the dog with my wife and. Uh, just enjoy some quiet time and talk time. Uh, I find that extremely valuable is just to sit down at the end of the day and talk with her about her challenges and celebrations with her first graders and, and some of the, the challenges and celebrations that I find here in my building. You know, Tom, when we talked last year at MEMSPA, what I really, what I really enjoyed about you is you were easy to talk to you were very laid back and you definitely came across to me as somebody that um, that goes with the flow and you know you keep your emotions pretty much in check you know you don't get uh, you don't get way way too up high and you don't get way too low and you know that was just the take i got from you last year so i can imagine that's probably how how you are on a day-to-day basis would you would you say yes oh yeah i you know i'm i'm a very emotional and sensitive person um, but yet, when it comes to reacting and dealing with the stresses of this, I, I find that uh, God has blessed me with the ability to just kind of stay calm and be a little more laid back and not react out of emotion, but just kind of process things and, and figure out then how to react. That's very well put. Okay, Tom, question number three, one of my favorite games, word association. Have you ever played before? I have. Okay, word association. So as you know, I'm going to give you a, a word or a couple words, and you're going to give me basically the first thing that comes to mind. I'm very curious to see where you go with some of these. And you don't have any idea what I'm going to be telling you, do you? No, I don't. Just keep Mike <laughs> out of it. Okay, I can do that. Okay, we've got uh, first one, your first car. First car was a 1972 Buick Estate station wagon with a rusted out tail end. <laughs> I, I figured you were going to go somewhere I, I couldn't even imagine. So there's one. Okay. Favorite college to pull for? Oh, U of M. Growing up in Ann Arbor, I am a true U of M fan. Michigan Wolverine. I wish I could have gone there, but uh, obviously I wanted to go to a smaller school. But true blue, U of M. Gotcha. Go blue. Okay, good deal. How about... Best movie you've ever seen? Boy, best movie I've ever seen. Maybe not my the best movie, but one of my favorite movies was uh, Lady Hawk with Rutger Hauer. Whoa. Okay. That's that threw me for a loop too. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. Best spot in Michigan to ski. Best spot in Michigan to ski. Well, I love to ski. Uh, I really miss Sugarloaf up on the Leelanau Peninsula. That's been closed for a couple decades, but I'd say right now, 
I love Boyne Highlands. Okay, great. We've just started skiing. Our family's just started in the last couple of years. And uh, I just wanted to see what you'd have to say because I've been to most places in Michigan. So let's see. Ooh, let's keep going. Word association. Teacher evaluation. Challenging. Uh, MEMSPA. Incredible. How about legislation? Frustrating. <laughs> I thought you might go there too. And... Name of your dog? Remy. Very good. Very good. Okay, there is our word association. Uh, the one thing that I do want you to elaborate a little bit more on, right now, I would imagine so many leaders are in the midst of teacher evaluation. How do you balance it all? How do you, especially when it comes to teacher evaluation, how do you balance all that? You know, I'm right now in the middle of uh, leverage leadership with Debbie McFalone. She's working with uh, a lot of principals at her ISD. And one thing that she really instilled into my mind is, regardless of the evaluation tool, you want to leave every teacher after every observation with a couple positives and a couple probing questions, and then an action action step to take away. So I've been doing that uh, this year, um, getting in, doing my, my drop-ins, usually last about 20 to 30 minutes, um, giving them that feedback right away, and then more importantly, is scheduling those post-observation conferences. And that's kind of what I put in my, my weekly calendar is I let the teachers know when I want to meet, uh, meeting with them five to six times a year. I've got those scheduled and they just know within a day or two before that, I'm just going to be dropping in. So that's really helped with me kind of control my schedule uh, for those follow-up conversations. I like it. I really like it. Yep. And and you know what? Keeping those conversations Keeping those flowing, also making sure that feedback is is um, timely. Uh, those are great suggestions. Sounds like it. Sound. I mean, you sound like an experienced educator. That uh, this isn't your first rodeo. So well done. Okay, I got one last question before we we wrap this up, Tom. You probably know where I'm going with this one. So the question is: Who is a person that has helped you become the leader you are today? Oh, I've got to give credit to the former head principal at Cityside Middle School. Her name was Marsha Worth, and uh, I worked with her for six years. Uh, she took, I don't want to say she took a risk on me, but I had had no experience in administration. Uh, coming from Ionia, working as a sixth grade teacher, I interviewed for a position that she had actually closed because she couldn't find the right candidate. And I interviewed two weeks after they closed the position. And uh, we interviewed up at up in, uh, where is it, Six Lakes, up north off of 66. And uh, we hit it off and I was hired uh, that day because she was on vacation. She told me the next day to go to Zealand. And uh, from there, she just instilled so much knowledge on me, how to be relational, how to be sensitive, uh, how to be firm when need be, how to uh, be vulnerable and develop that rapport with students. I, I valued her and what she modeled for me tremendously. And she was the one that encouraged me to get involved with MEMSPA. She was not a member of MEMSPA, but had heard things about it. And she said, Tom, you know, I, I've given you all I can. You need to get more knowledge from people outside this district and outside of West Michigan. And, and so she encouraged me to join MEMSPA. And uh, the first go round really wasn't uh, the first year I attended. Uh, I really didn't get much or bring much back from it, but that's because I didn't assert myself enough and uh, really seek out to start networking and make connections. So that first year, 
Uh, I attended the state conference and didn't go back for a few years, went to a couple assistant principals conferences at Crystal Mountain. Uh, that was more secondary driven. But then uh, my last year as the assistant principal, I, I went back to MEMSPA, turned things around and really started getting connected uh, with principals around the state. And that's when I met uh, Mike from Escanaba and Doug, and, and they started uh, just helping me be a little more assertive and come out of my shell and really seek out knowledge from others. And and from then on, you know, from Marsha's encouraged me to join MEMSPA, that's where a lot of my development has come from. And, you know, I love the reflection there too, because you're, you know, you're walking down memory lane and, you know, your part about that vulnerability piece as well. I mean, there again, you even pointed out that you probably didn't put as much into it in the beginning that maybe you needed to, and, and you got some nudges from some outside sources and um, that kind of spurred you on. So uh, what a great reflection. I think so many of us, so many of us don't do that enough. It's a lot of times we want something to be done to us rather than realizing that we have to put in and we have to be dedicated and willing to put ourselves out there and, and just take a risk. So I, I, I love it. It's a great story there. Thanks, well, man. Well, Tom, that is, uh, that's going to basically wrap up our fourth episode. I appreciate you coming on, uh, past president. I'm hoping that I'm going to see you in, in just a few short weeks in Traverse City. I, I hope you're going to make it. Um, I know you're usually a mainstay there, and, and um, I am looking forward to another fantastic conference. Uh, but hopefully people are going to check out this episode and get to know Tom a little bit better. And, and this is a great opportunity. If Tom said something, if, if there was something that Tom had in here that struck a chord, reach out, connect with Tom, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's through, through MEMSPA, however you need to do it. What we're here for is to all make ourselves this great community of principals and just to connect and, and just help build each other up. So Tom, once again, thanks for coming on the show and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Ben. We'll see you in Traverse City in a couple weeks. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag Memspa chat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.